three, two, one. You are on the air with Wrestling Banter, and I am here with one of my fellow security guys that does VCW security with me, Ray. How are you doing today, Ray? I'm doing good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Now, uh, well, I mean, we considering we weathered out this horrible storm, now I ain't making light of it. Um, I feel bad for the people that it's hitting right now and having to deal with all this. Uh, could have been really bad for us up here. So, thankfully, we were spared once again, so. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to take my shower next month. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, Ray, uh, in addition to, to helping me do security, he also um, does paranormal investigation in uh, various parts of the country now. Um, you've been, I mean, I know you've been to Pennsylvania at various times. Uh, you just came back from there, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, Ray? Yeah, we uh, we did a benefit for the wounded veterans of Gettysburg, and uh, um, we had a bunch of people there. Uh, Snitsky was there, uh, a pretty and gritty tag team. Uh, if I remember, one of the guys from the tag team, uh, pretty and gritty, uh, actually wrestled. Really? Um, VCW. Uh, Hightower, I think his name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've had a lot of guys that have come through VCW, as you, I mean... I mean, uh, quite a few. Um, yeah, we uh, we also we investigated private homes in New Jersey and throughout Pennsylvania. Actually, I'm going to go back to Pennsylvania do a, a follow up on a private home over in Mount Pleasant, Pennsylvania, which ought to be good. This time, um, the family of the son who who died, the teenage son who died, they want to be involved with it and see if they can communicate with their son. Oh wow. Yeah, so we're going to try to see if um, we could try to help them gain some closure or something, you know, because they've been, they've been struggling with this for the past year or so. So mm. hopefully we can help them out. No. Uh, yeah, we're, we're all over the place. Uh, um, next weekend I'll be doing a what we call a reveal at the Beacon Theater in Hopewell, Virginia. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, we've never – we've usually what a reveal is is when we sit down with the business owner or the – or the client or the homeowner um, and we sit down and present all the stuff that we've captured from the investigation um, this time we've been going to the Beacon Theater for God knows how many times throughout the years Yeah, this is a little bit different uh, the reveal we're inviting the whole town of Hopewell, Virginia as well as um, whoever's interested in the paranormal to sit down in the theater um, while we present um all the stuff that we gather throughout the years we're gonna that's the, wild we're gonna put the audio stuff on their sound system and the video that we've captured um on their projector screen so this uh, yeah, it's a little bit different and it's kind of cool uh, um, well i mean know, right there that, that myself i would say anybody who is any kind of skeptic uh right there would be alone to, to be challenged to go there and and listen and watch with your own eyes and ears and, and, and find out for yourself what you think, you know, cause you know, there are people out there that are skeptical of, of, of what you do. And, um, I, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it all, you know what I mean? And it's so, uh, with, with the people that are, are skeptic and they kind of, you know, kind of say, you know, you know, tongue in cheek kind of stuff. Um, I usually tell them, I said, well, just go on a ghost hunt with me. And usually nine times out of ten, they something they experience something that they can't explain. There's no way for them to explain it. And then it turns them into a believer. So 
Um, you can never, I never poke fun or scoff at something you don't understand because if you don't understand it, just, you know, just leave it at that. But, you know, to scoff at it, um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of dumb, you know. No, I mean, I, I think. Uh, but when they, when they experience something, then they, they, they want to come with me all the time, which is kind of cool too. Like, uh, um, you know, we have some people on the VCW roster that are, um, into the paranormal and I'd love for the, the guys to, um, participate in some, I have a couple of ideas on how to do that, but of course, you know, it involves the higher wigs and the promotion. So <laughs> well, me and you actually, we had talked, I mean, it's something that we had talked about and it's something, I mean, if, if, uh, maybe if there is people out there listening that would be interested in something, what we've talked about is doing a, a, a ghost hunt of some sorts with uh, the Masonic Temple in addition with the VCW wrestlers kind of being... With the bands as well. I'd like yeah. to somehow incorporate everybody in, in a way that we can do the event to raise funds for the Masonic Temple because I know they got some repairs that need to be done. Yeah, yeah. now if I'm not mistaken, did, didn't did you uh, recently set uh, something up over there? Well, it was... Um... It was about a year or two ago. I want to say two years ago, where we actually—I wish I knew the guy's name. I don't see him anymore when we do the shows. Um, Gary, I think, was his name. Um, I, I want to say Gary, but I don't know yeah, if that's yeah. right. Yeah, I think it was Gary. But, uh, but uh, yeah, he—he he let us actually bring in my paranormal group to investigate the temple, and uh, yeah, we had some cool stuff. I had uh, something whisper uh, in my recorder that. No, they want to kill me. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> I saw it when you posted that. That was wild, man. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I mean, I mean, you guys stand in line with everybody else and want to kill me too. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's a long line, isn't it, Ray? <laughs> uh, it's just a short putt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. Um, uh, oh, real quick. Uh, you know, you were talking about uh, VCW and things like that that matter, right? Right. Right quick, I in fact, right before I called you, um, I had heard from uh, Sandy, and um, she was telling me that Alan um, had had said to tell me hi and thank you to us who've been, um, you know, thoughts and prayers for him right now as he's been recovering for the last couple months and going through a true battle um, and wishing him well. Um, yeah, definitely. Big, 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 big. Oh yeah, he's. You know, I'll tell you what. He he's a trooper. He he's come he's come through a lot there. So. Um, and from from Sandy's post, he's he he's a he's a fighter. He's a little bit of a he's stubborn like the rest of us, man. But he's he's a fighter. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of speaking of Alice, Sandy, um, that's how I met them. Um, uh. You know, through some paranormal people, and um, you know, we ended up ghost hunting. Uh, Alice, that now, okay, now here's actually, I, I mean, I, I know that you started doing security with me due to Al, yeah, because of the ghost hunts. Okay, so he had told you that we were doing the you know, needing security or whatever, and ask if you were interested, and then you ended up. Well, it's it's a funny story. We were actually um, ghost hunting a after hours nightclub in in Norfolk and um, uh, with Alan and Sandy and Sandy was looking at me kind of funny and I'm like getting a little 
uncomfortable because I didn't, you know, when somebody's looking at you but they don't say anything, you're like, what are, what are, what are they thinking? What are they talking about? Well, then she goes to Al, she goes, you know what I'm thinking? And he goes, yeah, I know what you're thinking. And then I'm like, well, can somebody to let me in? Um, and, you know, what you're all talking about? And they're like, well, the security. I'm like, for what? They're like, for the wrestling. I'm like, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and that's how it pretty much started. That's how I met you and everybody else, you know, so. And you've done it ever yeah. since. Yeah, I've been doing it ever since. I mean, it, it's, you know what? It's cool to see um, wrestlers from the past that, you know, you watched on TV, but it's also really cool to watch the new guys that um, that are on the roster. Yes. And they, they lay everything out in that ring for the, you know everybody's amusement, and you know, and I watch and I watch the shows. But I, if you notice, if you watch me, I also look around and I'm looking at everybody that are in the seats and yep. to see the looks on the kids' faces and everybody having a good time and everybody knows everybody. I mean, that's the stuff that I like. Oh, I enjoy it. That's one of the biggest things that I enjoy doing. Part of our job doing it is is the interaction that our fans have. It's one thing that I love doing about doing an indie show. Period is the fact that. It's so interactive, the the wrestlers and the fans, and and like you were saying, though we we see so many that are on their way up. Um, you know, we've seen Brandon Scott already now wrestle a couple different times. Uh, Matt Riddle, who's come in and wrestled a show for us, has just gotten called up to NXT. Um, Mick Gino, Gino is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I mean exactly. Gino is just a matter of I think a matter of time and whenever he's ready. You know what I mean? Like, it, I think he's just kind of the one waiting on that. And because, uh, I mean, he's, he oozes talent. I mean, that guy's got charisma and talent all over. So uh, all he has to do is just, you know, get on the top turnbuckle and smile and he just wins the crowd. And that's the stuff I like watching. I like to see yes. how they can make the audience and the, and the fans interact. And even the heels. The heels, we have the best heels in the, on the roster. We really do. Time. They you, know, you guys, I heard some somebody threw water at the last show. We did. It was there. It was the show in Suffolk. Uh, they, <laughs> they, it was safety team safety issue was wrestling and um, and they were against the Hellcats and somebody. I mean, a girl. It was a young girl, a little girl. You know, I shouldn't say little, but she knew better. But anyway, she chucked her water bottle at one of the guys here in the uh, the Hellcats. And he turned around and he dumped it right back on her head. <laughs> and, and that's the stuff that I, I, the fans not only endure, I mean, even the kids, they, they get mad at us, but that's what they want. Now, I, I mean, now granted, I, I'll say this, as security, we do not encourage our fans to, to throw objects at our wrestlers. Please don't. Uh, because I would hate... I don't, I, I, don't encourage, I don't encourage it, but if it happens, you know, I'm forced to smirk a little bit. That's all. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I, I mean, I don't want to have to be the bad guy that tells you, "Hey, look, you know, uh, you need to, you need to get, to get the step." And I mean, if you're a grown adult, hey, I, I get it. If you're a kid and you're, if you got that kind of emotion, I mean, I see it, I see it happen. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's what I like to see. It is that that emotion that if you can get that kind of emotion out of somebody. To me, you're doing your job. The Hellcats are definitely one of those tag teams that can get that emotion out of any and everybody. When they come through that curtain, that crowd is ready to eat them alive. I mean... Oh, I, I thoroughly enjoy when they come out. Oh, I do too. 
they suck it up and they they just they like you said they just believe the heel world and it gets everybody involved and that's the stuff. The same with uh, with Living and Life Danger teaming up together. I mean, they're the faces, but I mean, they do the the same thing. They get the crowd going as well. So, um, yeah, we got VCW is a very cool uh, promotion. Uh, you know, to watch. You know, you got a little bit of everything, and everybody's involved. Even the security guys, yeah, one another involved. I mean, we we do a little bit of everything. I mean, uh, you 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 got your own little uh, your broom guy thing going on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and, that was that that is you know still um, hard to believe that that actually happened. Like we had somebody. <laughs> Um, make a shirt after they started chanting the broom guy thing. That was crazy. Uh, and, and, and and that was, to me, that's the kind of stuff that I enjoy. It's like it, the whole atmosphere of the Masonic Temple, the VCW, and their fans, it's like a big, huge family. It is. And to incorporate somebody who who's not really on the roster, but part of ECW <laughs> and so on, that, that is cool to me. It makes me feel... Like we're all involved in this. Uh, well, yeah. I, I think that at times that us as security, we feel like we go unnoticed and unappreciated. Um, yeah. and, and, and it's really, it's not that it's anybody's fault. It's just the way that, you know, it's the things that we do do behind the scenes that nobody really knows about that we got to take care of and the running that we do do for different things to make sure things happen the way that, and I'm not taking all the credit because it, it is this one big functioning, you know, as you said, family that gets together to make one big show happen. Um, but uh, I mean, with you and with with you and I and Al alone, we we have some you know stories and stuff. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> and some stories we won't be telling. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you: Is there any one night in particular that you? that you really remember they really or you can say man it was just great to be there I, i'm so glad i was there to be a part of it um you know what when ever whenever phil brown wrestles mm. um, the way the crowd goes wild when he wrestles and and the way he um he just puts everything out there and mm -hmm. just watch everything to me um is something i'm gonna remember um you know there's a couple of things that has happened that um, I'll always remember with a with a laugh. Um, you know, with there was one time somebody snuck in a little bit. Uh, uh, they were in a little bit drunk. Yes, and they tried to take out one of the wrestlers. Yes, uh, Brian uh, Smalls. Yep, and uh, that was kind of funny to me because. Um, like after the show, he wanted Smalls wanted to kill him, yep. and I had to jump in to kind of believe him. But then he started mouthing off to me the the, the guests, and I'm like, you know, I, <laughs> you just need to understand. I don't get paid to do security I'm <laughs> for fun. So if you want to jump, jump, you know, kind of stuff. Right. And finally, he kind of backed away, and I was like, you know what, I'm trying to get cool for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we we um. Yeah. But I mean, like other stuff, like you know, going out in the back parking lot and you know having a cigarette with Larry Zabisco and talking about the NWO and WCW days and that stuff, you know, I'll always remember. That's, that's yeah, going to be something special that uh, you know that I'm going to always cherish and remember stuff like that. Being able to talk to people and 
and realize they're not, you know, they're human just as, just like us. So, I mean, you know, back then I thought they were like the greatest thing in the world, which they are. But to see the human side, which is, I mean, I'm kind of sentimental like that, I guess. Yeah, no, no, I get it. It's like when you actually see that they can, when they hold a conversation with you and they talk to you and they, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you. I mean, I, you know, I grew up watching you on TV I, and you don't, it's like the, at times you just want to go, do you realize who you are to me? Do you know who you are? Do you know what you meant to me? You know, and yet at the same time, you got to be on a professional level with them and be like, oh, yes, yes, I understand. You know, it, it, like when you're really, the child inside of you is the kid inside of you is just going crazy. Yes, doing the flips. <laughs> like uh, the one time we did, um, what was it, Hampton High School? Uh, yeah. Mr. Banta School. And Brutus the, uh, Brutus the Barber Beast. Oh, Man. yes. We needed help to get in the ring, but still, for him to like put his arm around me and shake my hand and say, thank you for helping me, I don't know if I could do it myself, kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm like sure, Miss. You know, I'm like sure. No, not a thing. You're trying to be as professional as possible, right? But like, like the little kid in me was like, oh my god, he just like. Around me. <laughs> I, 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 as easy as it sounds, it's just that's the kind of stuff that I'm always gonna remember. Well, I, I, we got the um the show that we did with uh, Piper there at Hampton High School, um right. when we brought in Rowdy Roddy Piper that night was it was amazing. He. uh I, I was kind of the one that was stuck with him that night and, and taking him through the building to make sure that nobody really, you know, um, that, that, you know, he could get through from point A to point B without getting harassed by the fans. And because yeah. he's, he's Piper. <laughs> so that was, that was an awesome night. Um, talking with him and his son Colton and, and, you know, I mean, knowing that he's gone now, that one hurt. Um, being as that I worked a show with him, you know what I mean? That was like, ah, that one stung. And I, what I think is really cool now, though, is how we work now shows with Brian Pillman Jr., Big, right. Big John Stud's son, Sean Stud, um, Carlito, you know, uh, and the different ones that we've gotten to do shows with. Is Now, I don't know if you, I know you were working the show that night, but, um, you may not have. When we brought in Mickey James, were you there in Suffolk? Yeah, I was there. Yep. Now, do you know the significance of that show? Uh, that was, I believe, the last show before she went to back to WWE, right? That is correct. We were the last indie date that she worked, and nobody else knew that other than Travis Bradshaw and you know a few other people. But other than that, she was en route back to him. So. Yeah, I brought my son Ethan with me on that one, and I had him hold my phone to take pictures. And that uh, when we were when we got home from the show, I was looking at the pictures, and he was, <laughs> he took like nothing but Mickey J. But <laughs> I'm like, he's like twelve. I'm like a kid after my own heart. <laughs> you can't blame him. I mean, uh, it's it, I mean, and that's the other thing about the whole family. Um, <laughs> I'm like now that my kid, he's gonna been coming for a while now. Now Travis um, was kind enough to incorporate him and yep. by taking the ring gear back to the locker room. And yeah. I'm like, that's just kind of stuff that I'll always remember, and that's why uh, I have a lot of respect for VCW. Well, you know, yeah. he does he does that with my um, you know, my the, you know, my kiddo there. He uh, 
Ethan and him are kind of, they go hand in hand if they're together. Um, <laughs> they have a blast together. Uh-huh. They do? Yeah, they always have fun together. Oh, yeah, yeah. Show. They. I, oh, and, and, and inevitably after the show, they're asking, can we get in the ring? Which is, I mean, as a dad, you got to go, oh, yeah, okay, I can't tell you no. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it, it's it, that, that's what I, I, now, I mean, I'll actually say this. That's what got me was the people that were coming down on. Um, I don't know if you are, are, you know, watch too much of the modern stuff. You actually probably do, but uh, NXT, the little fangirl, um, Izzy's her name, the one Bailey, the one that looks like Bailey, and she has recently been in the ring. It actually had a couple match. She had a match, and her parents have been allowing her to train, and she took a choke slam during her match. Now, it was not a full-on choke slam. The guy had picked her up by the neck, guided her all the way down to the mat. And yet, the internet blew up with saying, oh, that's wrong. I'm about, you should not do that. Now, you tell me. Which one of us, in our honest opinion, if we had that chance at 11 or 12, would not have wanted to get in the ring? Oh, shit. I would have done it in RB. I still do. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't see no... I mean... Ethan gets in there, as you said, and he gets in there with Avery, and they get in there, and they they bounce around, and they have a good time, and they're not trying to hurt each other, and, you know, we're watching them to make sure they're not going to go flying off the top rope to the outside. You know, I see nothing wrong with that. To me, there's no difference in your kid, honestly, doing wrestling versus soccer, baseball, right. or any other sport that you may involve them in at, at that age. So... The, it had been a couple of years ago. It was um, I can't, the name escapes me. The two brothers in, in New Japan. They're in the uh, Bullet Club. Um, shit, I can't think of their names. I'll say. Oh, it's Young so, Bucks. Young Bucks, where they did the super kick on the birthday boy. Yes. They first they did it to the father, and then they did it to the kid. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, it was. That was. Like <laughs> <laughs> like it was like. He's been doing this for years. He sold it good. No, no, okay. Now here's my question for you, as a dad and whose son watches it. How do you feel about? And you watched it for a long time. You watched wrestling for a while. I'm curious as to what was your take on? I, I, you may not watched all in, but I know you have at least heard about Joey Ryan and his dick flip, as everybody calls it, the dick you flip know, spot. It is. It, it's 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 a. You know, everybody has some sort of a gimmick. Okay. You know, you, know, you had like you had Santino Morella with the snake, and then then you had um, okay, but Foley with the sock. And, okay. Um, Go ahead. I mean, and then it's just like there's there's things for comedy value, and to me, you know, you can use it once in a while, but then it started blowing up, but then it started getting used all the time, and then. It fizzled out, you know. So I mean, I, I wouldn't like use it all the time because then it just gets well, stale. Okay, here's the thing: they did it at the All In pay per view. When they did it, he came out with the Dick Druids who came to life. <laughs> I think I missed that one. Okay, well, I mean, now basically they made a full on mockery of the Undertaker's entrance. Uh, and like, cause he, cause Joey Ryan had been killed. And 
he was coming back to life, and when he came back to life, he had a full-on erection. <laughs> okay, now, okay, that's bad. Okay, now here's my, my here's where I'm going with this. You have a 12 year old son. Right. Let's say he's watching that with you, and I'm not saying that he's not familiar with what things happen in this world. Okay, uh, but would you feel that. comfortable with him watching that, or let alone, let's just say you're your significant other was in the room with you and your son. Would you feel comfortable with seeing something like that? Having to explain it. Well, I mean, with my kid, my kid is, he, he's not, he, my kid is me when I was 10 and 12. Right. So, so his brain is a little bit warped because of me. Um, he, I mean, he's 12 years old and, you know, he spends a lot of time on YouTube on in his room. So one one day, you know, while he was at school, me and the girlfriend, we went and checked out his web, uh, his browser on YouTube. Right. So you know, we found like girls kissing girls and all this other stuff. So <laughs> I'm like, now you know, twelve year olds nowadays is a lot different than when I was twelve. Okay, but would you feel comfortable with being in the same room with him, seeing Dick Druids? And a guy getting his, a move done with a dick flip. I would I would be a little bit cringy because it's like yeah, yeah, it's like a it's on a creep level. It is. You know what I'm it is. And then, and then having to like have the fat, you know, I, I would yeah, I would probably fast forward or whatever. And, and well, I, I mean, that was just and and to me, they took away from an all around great event, a great pay per view, and something that should have been the talk of the world as far as like the fact of what Cody and the Young Bucks were able to accomplish by getting that done. Well, not only that, it's like, you know, the Undertaker is considered a god um, in wrestling. Yeah, he's kind of considered an icon, so he is. why would you mock what he does, his gimmick, by kind of copying it and making it dumb? Because Joey Ryan has no respect for his business. I'll say that right here. If Travis were to ever use him, I found if if Travis were to ever bring him in, I would not go to the show. And I, I I'll say that right now. That is, I, I'm on record. I will say it. I mean, I, I, I was introduced to Joey Ryan through TNA. Um, and I didn't like his character then either. So, so I mean, um, it's, I, I, if, if me personally, me personally, uh, the whole uh, character, that he does, it, it doesn't do anything for me. I mean, if, if you were to do the character of being a porn guy, i.e. like Valvina's just a cheap knockoff, fine, whatever. But when you have a man cupping your your junk and, and, and making him flip over with it, that makes me uncomfortable as a grown man to watch. Not let alone, how do you explain to your average your common fan that does not watch wrestling how do you explain to them if they were to say you're you were to have them over watching that with you so you could or maybe they haven't watched wrestling in five or ten years even how do you have them come over and watch that with you and you go yep this is what wrestling is now well i mean i would i i couldn't explain and i, I mean i couldn't give them an answer to it but i would uh, quickly make him watch you know <laughs> Say, I'd say um, stay like that or somebody I would say wait until the main event where the young bucks are gonna be wrestling. You'll enjoy them. 
got something in the middle of uh, of a card that kind of stalls for time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, well, but and now I'll, I'll take this all the way back to go back to the VCW. One thing I do appreciate is that Travis doesn't do crappy gimmicks like that, and he doesn't allow that really to go. And now, the only thing you know, I, I the only thing I, I wish there was more of is um, showcasing a lot of the females. And not just because, you know, I'm a guy, I want to look at, you know, women oh, wrestling. No, no, no. Yeah, there's a lot of female wrestlers out there. Casey Carlisle can hang. And Casey Carlisle is talented as all get out. She is a former NWA women's champion. That is one of the girls that we mainly use. And, I mean, her and Mickey James actually tore the house down when they had their match. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, I mean... Those kind of matches, and then there was the one with um, I wish I knew her name, uh, the Pikachu. Yeah, uh, it, well, I know it's Gina's girl. That's all I referred to her as. <laughs> she she could do a match too. I oh mean, yeah, she, she could go. There's a lot of there's a lot of females out there that can. They're, put on you know, just like the men do, and I just wish there was more females. Well, I, I'll tell you this: it, it's no longer a TNA show anymore. It's no longer just about looking at the women. You know what I mean? They actually get in there to compete and they wrestle and they put on a show for any and everybody. I mean, there's a reason why WWE is having an all-female pay-per-view coming up. There, you yeah. know? And, I mean, shit, when, when we did the Liberty Lottery... Um, yeah, Casey Carlisle was, was in there. And when was the last time you saw a girl with all these guys beating the shit out of people? We, we've never done that. That was the first time we've ever had a female in the Liberty Lottery, actually. That was the very and first time. She was just killing it. And yeah. She was bringing the crowd into it, too. And it was, I, I, that's what, that's one of the reasons why I feel like there should be, you know, a couple of female matches, you know. Well, part of the problem is, is a lot of them on the weekends are already doing the bigger indies than VCW. And yeah. they're doing like in Shimmer and Shine. And then. Um, various other ones in the Northeast. So it's trying to get them down here to do shows versus when they can be up there where they're guaranteed work in Jersey and Pennsylvania and wherever else. You know what I mean? So, um, some of the places they do TV time too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, Shimmer and Shine are on paper or on internet pay per view. So, I mean, these girls are getting noticed up there. It's, you know, a lot of them or a couple of them have made it to Mae Young. And I mean, so it's kind of like Casey lives, Casey Carlisle lives uh, here in Virginia for one. Um, two, she's. Yeah, yeah, like towards the Western end, but she does live in Virginia. And we've, we've used her through the years. So she kind of, you know, does have a loyalty to us. Now I'll tell you one that um, we have used that, I wish we would bring back, and, and she was actually trained by VCW, was Mia Yim. Who was it? Mia Yim. Or what was she? She was in TNA, too. Mia, yeah, Mia. I can't remember that one. Um, Jade, I, Jade, Jade. I, some of the female wrestlers, they can throw it out. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So, I mean, I would like to see that happen. Now, um... Let's see. We got October 6th. We got VCW's uh, next show is coming October 6th to the Masonic Temple there in Norfolk um, uh, on Granby. Yeah. Now, that one is going to be good. The Nightmare on Granby Street. Um, 
from all the years that I've done security with you, this is the second time I st- uh, the cage match. Yep. Um, the first so one was wild. The first night that we had that cage, the first time we had the cage match, that was wild is, is everything. Cause, uh, I mean, it took forever for them to get the cage set up, but still, I mean, it was it was a good match. It, it was. It was Dirty Money, and I'm trying to remember who it was. It was Dirty Money, and um, oh, I, oh, was it John Kerman and Dirty Money? It was either that or uh, Diamond Griff. Okay, but it was a few years ago. But I, all I know is that crowd was so into it. I mean, they were. That that night they were actually starting to throw things in the ring and over top, from the balcony. So um, that was a crazy yeah. night. That was a wild night. So I mean, you know, and and back to the VCW. I mean, they always try to do something. I mean, I remember when I was doing it with you guys. They did the um, to bring the projector screen down, and they were doing um, you know the car- You know, the wrestlers were talking from you know. Like the, doing the promos and stuff. Yep. There was already filmed and stuff. I thought that was cool. And and having the announce table and um, the ring girl and, you know, all this other stuff. And, you know, and then the All Stars. The All Stars always tore it down, too. And I, and I have to say that the All Stars were the reason why um, Broom Guy was born. <laughs> yes. So I mean I gotta I gotta thank them for that. So. <laughs> you got a soft place in your heart for them. <laughs> they um I, I wish I'll tell you what that the fact that he had to leave in the you know for for his hip uh, at such a young age is is a shame because they they were very talented very good kids and I, I liked them a lot. They got to go out there wrestling the tag team that influenced them the Rock and Roll Express so. That was an awesome match to watch. I mean, just to see that, no, knowing how much the rock and roll meant to them, that was really cool. So, but not just watching the match, watching the whole, the brothers um, after the match with the rock uh, with the rock and roll express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just to see them, the looks on their faces, and you can see the little kid in them, but you you also see that. Um, the, the respect that they have for them too yeah and, and that that means a lot to me too to see to be able to see that you know you know it, it makes me feel good about what you know i talked to my you know my son ethan about when it comes to wrestling i'm like you have to understand that if you don't love, love it when you're a kid you're not going to understand the appreciation that you know, I have for it as an adult. Right, that's true. And I, and I think we start to understand that because, you know, whenever he watches, you know, the WWE Network, and then he sees these guys uh, coming to VCW and doing uh, a match or they're doing uh, an appearance, and it's like he gets to see that, and then he'll see the look on my face because I'm cheesing because my kid's coming out. <laughs> And then he'll start cheesing because he'll remember being, you know, watching them on TV. So he's starting to feel what I did when I was a kid, and and, and, and then that makes me feel good. So well, it, well, what else I like seeing is when Ethan and Avery now that they've kind of been incorporated as far as like taking the ring gear back, and the boys are now in the back and kind of saying hi to them and talking to them and interacting with them to a point. You know what I mean? So. You know, and and you know, if they continue, you know, them to continue doing what they're doing and enjoying it, 
Well, shit, we're going to have to retire and let them be security. There you go. <laughs> I'll step back at some point. <laughs> but... I mean, it's just, it's, it's always fun and it's always an experience, whether I'm doing security or, or doing ghost hunts or even doing like fundraising events with the paranormal group. You know, I always have a blast with what I'm doing, not because of what I'm doing itself, but who is around me when I'm doing it. Right, right. Because you get to interact with people and see their, their... either way you yeah. get to see people appreciate what you're, what you're doing. And and that you're a part of with the ghost hunt, you know, as far as like you can, uh, they can be a part of something really big and special and unique and um, hear something or whatever, see something. And um, and then with the wrestling, you know, just seeing the fans and how they they are with the at the shows themselves. I mean, we, we now we got we're starting to have our, you know, a set group of people that come and um you know, you got the, the, I'm not going to say her by name, but the young lady who dresses up as Billy Gunn and or um, she's done daily on a couple. Club. What's that? The Mustache Club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got them. I mean, we got, <laughs> we're starting to get our own little set group of fans, which is awesome. And, um, but uh, now real quick, I was going to go back to uh, the October 6th show that we got coming up. We got Brandon Scott, and he has taken on Elijah Burke. Were you there for their first match? Yes, I was. That was that was a great match. I mean, a lot of people think it was probably match of the year for for VCW right now, and I it's hard to those two, two tore it down, man. And I didn't. I, I I'll be honest. I, I didn't go into that match as a fan of Elijah Burke. I hadn't really seen much of him, but um, I walked away a fan. <laughs> so yeah, I, mean, I, I liked. You know, I remember when he was in WWE, but I mean, I remember him more from TNA. Yes. And, and that character, I, I just, I, I was always, I always liked it. And uh, so, just out of curiosity, who do you got? Who do you got for this match? Um, who? I, I got to I'm going to say Brandon Scott, and I'm wondering if this isn't going to be a time that they bring, uh, that Jerry, Jerry, uh, doesn't make his presence felt in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> That's kind of why I'm thinking that, but I, I could be way off on that. But I think Brandon's going to win this one um, because this is for the number one contendership for the VCW title. That's the one thing that he has been saying he wants is a VCW title match. So he's got the, you know. So we got. Um... I got Brandon. I know, I'm kind of leaning through the last episode. Mm, it's going to be a good one, and that one's inside the steel cage, so that one is going to be wow. So, you want to put a six-pack on? Yeah, we'll, we'll bet a six-pack on it. I'm down. <laughs> now, we forgot to mention about the ta our tag team champs. No, that's what I was getting ready to go into next, was we got for the tag team belt, tag team that has been on the up-and-coming, and, and they've gotten that number one contendership, Noise Pollution, Taking on Gangrel and uh, and Kevin and, Thorne. and Kevin, hiccup Thorne. I'm sorry, my bad. I had a case of the hiccups there. Um, I can't I can't believe that we have Gangrel and Kevin Thorne as our tag team champs. That's kind of cool. That's that's crazy. Um, I don't know. I was about to 
much as I love them too, I'm kind of leaning toward noise pollution. I am too. I think this is going to be noise pollution's coming out party. I think this is going to be what solidifies them as a VCW tag team and the 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 new tag team face of, of VCW. I really do. And, um, and I'll tell you what, VCW has had some really good tag teams through the years. I mean, you, you've you got noise pollution now. You've had the Hall of Stars who we talked about. We uh, the set. Um, do you remember them, Lance Lude? And, um, and um, I can't think of the name of it. Was it was? Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but it was it was two guys. One was a was a heavy set guy, but they came in on makeup and glitter. Oh, I can't remember their name either. But I, yeah, 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 yeah. I tell you, they were a good tag team too. Not only good, but you they had you laughing with all yes. the stuff you were doing in the ring. Yes. Um, I mean, it was it was very not politically correct. But, <laughs> but it was still hilarious. And, I mean, you know, they didn't do it, like, out of disrespect. No, they didn't. No, no. If anything, they were bringing um, light to to, uh, to that. So It was funny because the first time they, they, they showed up and I'm sitting around the ring and I see these guys come out with the glitter and the makeup and – and going all fabulous with it, uh, I'm like, what in the, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm watching the match, and I'm like, I, I can't stop smiling and laughing because it was that great of a match, and what, you know, some of the funny shit that they did in the ring had me laughing. And then you go to the back, and it was the complete opposite of their character. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. They they're very good guys, man. They're funny as oh, and well, they they're no longer a tag team. So and now, unfortunately, I can't remember their name. I was gonna say, but we VCW is definitely we've had some great tag teams that would come through. But I think this is gonna be noise pollutions, so to say, coming out party. They're gonna win the belts. What and you said the same thing there. Um, then we got for the four pack. We got our four way challenge, whatever you want to call it. Phil Brown. Uh, Damian Wayne is coming home again. Um, Urban Legend and Colby Carino. Uh, as much as I like DW, I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to lean toward Phil Brown on this one. Yeah, yeah. I think Phil Brown is who I'm leaning towards, and I think the two young young bucks, as, as I'll call them, young kids, there, the Urban Legend and Colby. If they do not walk out of there needing, you know, some kind of ointment for their chest after they're done being chopped to death, it will be amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> I mean, I, I, but you know what? With 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 Carino, we've yeah. seen him come. You know, when when he came with his dad and stuff, and yeah. we've seen him kind of blossom and kind of go away from his dad's image to make his own. Oh yeah, he's uh, coming into like, his own. And he is—he is a great heel. I yeah. Mean, and he knows—he's—he's he's learned a lot from his father. I could just see he took whatever he learned and kind of made it his own. And 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 he's—he's he's awesome. He knows how to piss the people off. You know, the fans <laughs> off. So and not only that, he is very um, athletic in a ring. Like he'll oh, he throw his body all over the place. He's on, you know, he's definitely on the smaller side, but he can, you know, he can get in there and he, I mean, and I, that's, that's no take on him, but he, you know, he's more of your light heavyweight style cruiserweight. So, um, 
Are there any other matches that you can think of? We've named three. I think those are the main three that have been announced. So far, yeah. So far, yeah. So, um... I mean, we still got uh, a few weeks away, but I'm, I'm sure they'll, they're gonna. They always seem to surprise us with something at the, at the, right, at the end, right before the, the show starts. They do. So, and you know, there's also times where we have no idea who's gonna be on the card, and when they announce it on Facebook or on their website, where me and you are like, what the hell? That's, that's you know. Yeah. Shocked too. So. Well, I think I, I, me and you are normally a lot of times we're, we're just as lost as the fans are as far as like who's coming in. And I think the fans a lot of times think that we know more than what we do. I don't know that. We really don't. <laughs> like you can, you can ask my girlfriend on that. She'll, she'll say the same thing. I don't know shit. <laughs> we're both guilty of that one. See? So uh, anyway, um, here we go. I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to wrap this up for get ready to wrap this up. But um is there any, do you have a website for your paranormal group or anywhere they can go as far as uh, that information goes? Yeah, they can uh, go on Facebook to RTL uh, Paranormal, or they can, again, go on Facebook and look for Ray Savina. Awesome. Um, that's my personal paranormal page. Either one will give you, um, I'll post about public ghost hunting events if they, if they have a home or a business that they think might have... Uh, uh, some paranormal activity that they've been experiencing, feel free to message me and I'll, I'll do what I can to do a client interview and set up an investigation at your house for business. Oh, that would be awesome. So, And then yeah, when, so when is that? You said you got a big event coming up in Hopewell. When is that? Uh, the 22nd, September 22nd, okay. Beacon Theater, Hopewell, Virginia. Uh, to get tickets, you have to call the Beacon Theater um, to purchase your tickets. I think it's um, eight dollars in advance, ten dollars at the door. Oh, that ain't bad. And then, uh, of course, like we said, October sixth is VCW at the Masonic Temple there in Norfolk. And That's right. Tell them you you don't want to miss this one. Yeah, Cage Man, Kevin Thorne, uh, Gangrel. Yeah, you got Damian Wayne coming back. Come on, this is going to be an amazing night. So don't want to miss it. And um, if you got a chance and you live near the Hopewell area for some reason, uh, you're not some reason, but if you live near Hopewell and you want to go on out there for a fun night, you know, look into this event as well. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Wrestling Banter. This is Jeff, and now my guest co-host has been Ray, and uh, he helps me out with uh, security there with VCW. Say bye, Ray. Bye, Ray. <laughs> All right, take it easy, guys. All right, peace out.